What's up, guys? For those of you taking the NPT in April 2022, listen up because we have been listening to you guys and listening to your concerns, and we have created a last-minute review session on March 27th at 1 p.m. Eastern time where we're just going to recap everything and help you feel super prepared for exam day. So the link to that can be found in the description down below. Now on to the show. Welcome to the PTA Elevation Podcast, where we help physical therapist assistant students pass the NPTE on the first try without wasting time or money. To learn more about the services we offer, find us on Facebook by searching PTA Board Study Group or fill out the form linked in the description. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy today's podcast. So I have Lisa here for the PTA Inspire Series. She's our first person who's on the PTA Inspire Series. And I'm so excited because she's got a great story and just like great motivational words for all of you. And I'm so excited that you guys are going to be able to hear this. So let's get started. So Lisa, you have exciting news to share with everybody. Yeah, I um, got a job today. So that was super exciting at an assisted living center, which is where I wanted to do inpatient or something on that line. So assisted living, I was like, okay, I can do this. (laughs) No, that's awesome. And that's kind of like exactly where you wanted to be. And it's pretty awesome to like get into like the field, like the part of the PT that you really want to do, like right off the bat, just so then you can like get more experience and stuff like that. And I'm glad that you like the inpatient stuff because it kind of scares me a little bit, but... a little dirty sometimes, but (laughs) that might be it. But then again, I look at feet all day. So it's kind of like, I guess it's just, you get used to it, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right, Lisa. So tell us all about your story of how you ended up getting into PT in general and why you elected to become a PTA. Okay. Um, Well, I spent most of my um, young adulthood as a personal trainer and always worked out I'm very into fitness and I ended up, I have three kids and ended up being a stay-at-home military wife for almost 20 years, um, got divorced and realized I needed to go do something and decided to get back into that world. And I became a personal trainer. I got certified through NASM and um, started, went right off and started doing training and realized where I was living in a retirement area, there was a lot of um, older people there that were scared of me, scared of me, like working with them because they didn't want to get hurt from a personal trainer or anything. So um, I started looking into getting correction techniques and certified through NASM in the correction area and um, found um, an ad for PT aid and didn't really know what it was, but I applied and um, fell in love with it there, working with people and uh, working um, in the outpatient arena there and in aquatics, which is really what um, motivated me to find a school to be something different, something more. I just want, I knew I just wanted to be, do something more. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. And that I have noticed that trend with a lot of our elderly population that we work with. They're like, is it safe to work with a personal trainer? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's safe to work with a personal trainer as long as that person is not trying to hurt you in any way and understands the contraindications. If you have any other sort of conditions that kind of come with age, like, you know, osteoporosis and stuff like that, kind of understanding like what's appropriate, what's not like, they're not going to hurt you. It's not like you're going to make all of your little ladies do burpees all day or something like that. It's yeah. going to be appropriate. 
I had lived at the time in Prescott, Arizona, and it's a, just a retirement area. And um, I just couldn't understand why I would get people interested and senior citizens interested, and then they would just back off and get scared. And finally, I was like, you know what, I'm going to look at see what else I can get certified with. And then I ended up just not even doing it and going and working as an aide anyway, so um, which everyone feels very comfortable in that environment usually. So I had no issues there. Yeah, and I'm sure it's kind of interesting seeing the difference between like the restorative side that is like physical therapy and then like the preventative side that like, you know, personal training and all that tries to be the best that they can. And I think a lot of just the kind of mindset of this country is like, let's fix it later kind of mm -hmm. thing rather than let's prevent it. So, I mean, I'm all for like those programs that like, you know, silver sneakers that like help those like senior seniors like get out and like do things so yeah I had a lot of patients always tell me I wish I started this you know years ago and I'm like yeah that's what the personal trainer sometimes is for <laughs> it's true they, if they maybe I mean besides like the injuries like impact or falls or things like that but I mean even with that building we were you know talking about this before it was just like building that muscle or doing those preventative things that would help a patient not fall later or you know those things are super important and being a personal trainer was great but um, I just knew that I really wanted to dig in a little bit more and just keep going with my education and at my age I was <laughs> I'm in my 40s and I have three kids and uh, I was tossing PT or PT assistant back and forth. And um, I chose PT assistant mostly due to um, the loans, honestly, the loan amount and how long I sat there with a piece of paper, like how old am I gonna be <laughs> when I'm gonna be paying this off? So yeah, I chose the assistant route, which is great. Um, and if anyone's doubting whether they should become an assistant or which route to go. I mean, earlier I said that we are so, there's so many aspects of us and to us and we can, I was a teenage mom, a military wife, a bikini competitor at one point, a personal trainer, a, uh, I did a bunch of different things. This is just on the cherry on the top in a way. <laughs> this is just something, another layer. I can still add a bunch more. <laughs> yeah, and as you move through your career, you can choose something over here, something over here. I mean, there's so many things that you can do with one degree and that's the same, either like PT, PTA. Like, I mean, the, dis the difference is just what, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? Like you. <laughs> yeah, you can have, you can have a, prep course and help everybody out and like you know <laughs> mentorship like social media stuff it's literally like the opportunities are endless especially and like the doors are open for both routes pt pta so it's whatever you want to do and like i think that's really smart laying out kind of like the pros and cons and like seeing like what exactly you want to do and stuff like that that's like really smart and i think it's a good approach for some people because some people get into it and they realize, oh, maybe I should have done something else or something like that. So I think it's good that you kind of went in with an open mind sort of thing. So when and it I came, know, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, I know someone in their forties. I know people in their forties who decided to go to the PT route and that's amazing. And that's great. It was also what the job entails and what I wanted to do. And so 
um, doesn't even matter the age. It's just for me, it was better to go the assistant route. Yeah, less doctors to call. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where my PT was at as she was finishing up stuff. So it's just about what you want to do. So when you were in the process, so you just passed your boards recently in January. So congratulations. Yay. I was so excited when I saw your thing come through. I think I was like, <laughs> and I think I was like four notes deep and I'm like, oh, and then I see this come through. And I'm like, yes, let's go, Lisa. <laughs> I was so excited. And then I was like, oh, back to my notes. But um, yeah, so when it came to like actually studying for the boards and everything, what do you feel like was your biggest challenge or something that like stressed you out when you were studying for the boards? I think for me, and I had struggled the whole time through school with test anxiety and I needed to feel very confident in everything. And I also had a preference having been through rotations and knowing, well, I like this and I don't like this. So my attention went to one subject and I knew it really well. And then I realized when I was studying for the boards that I need to know this other subject just as well. And thank goodness. I there you are. The last me? thing I heard was thank goodness. Oh, I was like, well, thank goodness I studied. Um, and with, for the things that I didn't normally like, like while I was in clinicals, I didn't like those things, but I just didn't put a lot of attention on those things, but studying, I knew I had to, I had to put attention towards those little, um, nerves, those little, you know, which nerve and this, this, and your, your program helped me out so much with that. I think I was asking you in the end, um, your program was very straight to the point. Um, wasn't technical in the sense where I was like, I'm so confused. I don't get this. I understood it. And I was able, being able to under, really understand a subject. And then you can go and answer and you have to like just not just know the basics you kind of really just have to understand how the system works or um your program I mean, the whole time I was thinking and on my test there was this question and it was something you had said with um lung issues and um restrictive and it was like squished and and I just remembered that and it helped me because one of the questions I was like squish squished <laughs> so um, whoops. so yeah those type of things helped me from your program and that was, I was so like appreciative of that well, thank thanks, you Lisa I appreciate <laughs> that and I think because I try to teach people and the way that it helps me and the way that it helped me was not like this is like this big technical kind of like thing, which like, yeah, we'll have to know the big technical thing. But when you're sitting there on the boards and you're panicking, you want the <laughs> most simple, straightforward, like, let's just answer the question. So I'm just like restrictive squish. And so, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, it's the way the boards is a game and you have to make sure you have your cheat sheet to pass the game. So exactly, I, I appreciate that, that, and that's like my main goal, just make sure I break everything down into like simple things. So, um, speaking of which, like, how did you end up finding us? And I know that's kind of, cause I like saw your stuff on Instagram. I was like, look at this girl go. So how did you <laughs> end up like coming, finding PTA elevation and like, what led you to seek our help for like extra guidance? Um, I think I was on Instagram and 
I just like hashtag like PTA. <laughs> and um, most things are PT related. And this was PTA related. And I was like, yes, something um, that is actually going to be relatable to what I'm learning. And so that's why I kind of just, and I kept focusing on it. And I had told some friends and I think I see, I know there's some um, classmates hi, <laughs> out there, um, but yeah, your, you had PTA on there and that's what drew my attention. Yeah, and I know we had been talking about this earlier before the interview, and I was the same way when I was studying. I was like, everything's PT, and then just like PTA is like not like lumped onto it and everything, and a lot of these things, and I'm not knocking like any other like program or stuff like that, because I'm telling you, like I, I use other programs to help me study when I was studying, and I feel like I was like, they would try to make it PT related, but it ended up just being PT. Like it's, they tried to make it PTA related and ended up just being more like PT, but like maybe two less words or like a less evaluation component. Right. And I was like, no, I need to make something for PTAs by a PTA because I just felt like there was like so much stuff up there. So I'm glad that you noticed that like, that was kind of like my reason why. Yeah. It was, it was perfect timing too. It's like, I don't know if you planned it that way. <laughs> like everyone's going to be graduating here soon. So it was just perfect timing. Yeah. I think I just like gotten the ball rolling and I was just like, Oh, there everybody is like, I'm going to start saying like, Hey, I'm over here. Like I hear I'm here to help <laughs> kind of thing. But it was so helpful to me. And I was so nervous. I think even right after I took the exam, I had messaged you and I was like, I think I failed. And <laughs> I was so, I had, I have, like I said, I have test anxiety and I got in there and I was like, what, what? I don't know this one. I don't know this one. But in the end, I ended up passing and I, you're like the first, one of the first people besides my kids and things like that. But you're like one of the first people I messaged and was like, I passed. <laughs> so it was really exciting because I had totally doubted my testing, my test taking abilities at that point. Yeah. So that was helpful. It's, it's funny you said that because there's so many people that like message me, they're like past like little circle after they took their exam and like the message before that was like, I totally failed that. And like, I'm yeah. like see you had nothing to worry about. You're fine. But no, everybody walks out of that exam feeling like that was a freaking truck hitting me. Like that was awful. And it like was hard, it was way harder than everyone's like, Oh, if you pass the PED exam, you're 99%. I was like, this was not the same. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was not the same. <laughs> The main thing is like you're in this cold like testing center in this little cubicle and like somebody's like staring at you from a camera and like your hands are cold and you're like I'm ready to leave I don't want to be in here anymore and it's like yeah. totally different than like your setup at home. Yeah like when I took my Pete I was like on my bed just relaxing taking it and I don't know it went fine and I was like okay and then when I got in there, it was just felt different. And with, and then that made me feel more anxious. And I had been trying to do some deep breathing and um, doing relaxation, meditation things before to help with my anxiety. But I still ended up sitting down free, <laughs> totally freezing through it. But um, yeah, what helped me also was just reviewing your videos um, going on your calls, I think that was a big thing. Going on your Zoom calls that were live and I can ask you questions or hear what the other people were asking you at the time. And um, and then just being able to review anything. Like 
I love, I love, love, and I still take, I'm still taking them every day is your, on your Instagram, your daily questions. And as soon as, if I didn't get it right, like today's, <laughs> I would go straight into my book and look at what I got, why I got it wrong. Or, you know, if I guessed, then I also, that was another thing. If I guessed the question and I got it right, I still look at what it was because even though I had to guess it, so I obviously don't know it. And that is my tidbit for everybody who's listening. When you review your exams, review the entire exam, review every single question, because you don't know if maybe that was a question you guessed and you ended up getting right. And then you don't look mm -hmm. at it and then you don't realize why you were right. That's what I had to do with one of my classmates who was studying for it. I was like, Hey, you got to review every question, not just the ones you got wrong. And once they did that, their score size skyrocketed. Yes. So just a little tidbit for you guys, but I'm glad the group help coaching helped because a lot of times like you'll come in and you're like, I don't know what to say. And then someone else asks a question. You're like, Oh, that's a good question. Like, I didn't think of that. That totally helped me. That's why I'm in group coaching calls for mentorship programs. It's mm -hmm. so helpful. Yeah, it was totally. Thank you. Of course. So let's kind of like back it up a little bit. I know we were kind of talking about how you sent me like that. I was one of the first people that you sent it to, which I'm like very honored. Like, thank you for that. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm like part of the fam, but yeah. So how did you feel when you logged in and you were like, it wasn't just that step five out of more, it said passed. How did you feel? Oh my gosh. My boyfriend was napping and I, I got a text message from one of my classmates. He's like, scores are in, scores are in. So I jump on and I'm totally thinking it's not going to, not, I, I was so scared. I was like, it's not going to, I'm not, I didn't pass. I didn't pass. And then I just was like, oh, and I woke my boyfriend, like I jumped on him because he was napping on the couch. I'm like, I passed. <laughs> so, um, and he'll probably get embarrassed for this, but he did cry for me. <laughs> he, he's like, he was so a part, your whole family, everyone, your friends, your, your husband, wife, whatever, they're in this with you. And you don't realize that. So they, and like you, you listen to us or, you know, or going through this, it's like a win for you guys too. And it's really nice. Yeah. And if like, I'm able to, and I'm not at work, I usually go like, yes, let's go. When I like, respond or something. Cause like, I'm right there with you. Like I knew I was like keeping an eye on it. Cause I'm like, okay, it's been like six days since the boards happened. They should be getting the scores back soon. And like, I was checking the hashtags too, like hashtag NPT or something like that. Like I was like, is anyone getting their scores in yet? And then all of a sudden, like one by one by one, people were just like, hey, I passed, hey, I passed, hey, I passed. And I'm just like, oh, yes. And so I was like waiting for you guys. And then I was like really excited. And I think it was like later than when it was when I took the boards because I took a January boards as well. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is a little later than when I took it. So I actually was like looking to see like like my, on my like memories being like, when, when did scores come out? So no, that's awesome. And no, yeah. And that's true. Your family is in this with you and it's a whole ordeal. It's like, we all pass kind of thing, even yeah. though trust me, Lisa, especially you did, you did all COVID, the work. Especially going with, um, through it with COVID because we were home for so much of it. I was home for labs for the most part at, at my school. Um, we went in occasionally, especially in the beginning, our school started February, um, two years ago when COVID just was starting. So we were home for a lot of it. So they, I used to draw on my boyfriend's body like for labs because they're like, you need to show us where this muscle is. And he had to be, <laughs> and so he went through it all with me. My, yeah, I had to, I learned goni on his knees and his feet and <laughs> things like that. So 
Um, we did so much of it at home. So our family is all in with us. My I, granddaughter used to sit on my lap and watch, sit and watch the class. <laughs> I, I, when I was in my Zoom classes, because my last semester ended up being online, which was like Therex and Neuro. So that was fun being online. But um, yeah, it was the kind of thing we'd see like people's kids in the background, people's cats and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And we'd be like, wait, we want to see the baby. <laughs> like show us the baby. Dog or- and I was like walking across the screen and everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is awesome. But no, I totally can empathize. Like I'm sure a lot of other students are on here, like struggling with like the online labs and stuff like that. I just want to let you guys know, like we're two examples here that you can be successful having gone through this with like online stuff. Like you will be a great PTA. It's not like you're going to have your clinicals that'll reinforce everything. You'll be out in the clinic as a PTA that'll reinforce everything. You will be just fine. It's just slightly inconvenient at the time. Right. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for my, um, the, my CIs and, um, I learned a lot. So I was grateful for them for getting, it's still different though, going in from going into your rotations and learning how they do things. And then taking the exam, it's like two different worlds sometimes, at least in my experience, it was just like, well, it was still very different. The taking the exam and my clinicals, I feel like I just couldn't, I chose not to work um, after clinicals while I was studying for the exams. That was the advice from my school. And that was my, probably I knew I knowing me, I just couldn't have worked eight hours and then coming home and studying. I studied four to five hours a day on and off. Um, I would go in and then I would take little tests throughout. I studied about four or five hours a day for it until the exam. And I would, I remember I'd asked you one time, like, are you going to be taking your clinicals and studying at the same time? You're like, absolutely not. (laughs) You're like, no. (laughs) And for that advice for anyone listening, do like, you know, yourself, if you need the time to study, take the time to study. If you like, I personally, for me, I was kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. I literally was in my clinicals until like a week and a half before I took the boards. And I thought that was great for reinforcing information, but I wasn't studying like the five hours a day, like you were, but I mean, I'd hit it hard on the weekends. That's kind of how it went. So it's really whatever works best for you. Yeah. I just know me and I knew that I had to just take that time out and just focus on studying, Mm -hmm. um, even because even while I was in clinicals, I didn't come home to, and study. Like I just didn't. I was tired, <laughs> and so that's how I kind of was like, yeah, I just need to focus on this. And I know it's gonna suck because I won't be getting paid. And I saw a bunch of people getting paid, and but I was, I just knew, I knew that this was more important right now for me, and that's what I had to do. So ultimately, like, what would be the one piece of advice? And if you can think of more than one, that's okay. The one piece of advice that you would offer any PTA student who's either in clinicals right now or getting ready to study for their boards. Well, I would take advantage of like your um, PTA elevation. Like I would take advantage of these things. Um, Re-listen to the videos. Re-listen. I listen. I have to travel to San Francisco quite a bit and I re-listen to your podcast. I re-listen to my school's um, recordings. I watch the YouTube videos over and over and over again Um, because sometimes you get different pieces of information and know your lab levels. (laughs) know those levels 
know those nerves and um, those muscles, know those little things that maybe you didn't have to do in your clinical rotations, but you're going to have to know them for the exam. And that was my biggest weakness was the nerves and those insertions and memorizing all of that stuff. Um, I can point them out to you, but I can't, I just never could get them memorized. And so I had to work on that, especially. And those lab levels, I can, those drove me crazy. And I'll probably still have to know them, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, if you have test anxiety, um, just really know your stuff. If you know the stuff, you that's it. You know it. Take some deep breaths and know that you know it. That's I it. think that that's pretty solid advice <laughs> for anybody. And like, literally just find out the method of studying that works for you. If you're an auditory and you like to listen, listen to something. If you need to watch it and visualize it, do that. If you need to practice on somebody, do that. Like find what works for you and lab values are going to be on the boards, guys. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have I a question. You do all the different ways. Um, I do, I'm a mnemonics type learner. I just, you know, with the bones and the, the carpals, things like that. I just, you, you I did like that you, you said those things and also did things differently. I, I don't really remember what they were, but I know you taught in different ways for different types of learners. But when you said a mnemonic, I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I got it. Okay, so that's how, or things, words, very traditional words are squishy or squished or, you know, like we said, those are the, way, that's how I learn. And I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. If you tell your patient, like, does it feel like a little wonky today or something? They're like, yeah, it does. Like, it make, like you can document wonky if you really want to, <laughs> like, if you really want to, but yeah, just find like simplify it, make it work for you in a way that you'll remember it. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, Lisa, do you have any parting words for everybody? Where can they find you if they want to contact you, Instagram, Facebook, whatnot? Um, I'm at Lisa living life on Instagram. Um, and you'll just mostly see me and my kids. So not a lot of PTA stuff though. Um, and you got this, you guys, you got this. Whether if you didn't pass this time and you have to wait until April, it's okay. It's totally okay. It's just more time to get to know the information. And you'll probably know it better than we <laughs> did this time. <laughs> so yeah, it's totally, you got this. Just um, listen, 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 and re-listen to everything. All right, Lisa. Well, it was great having you on here today. I appreciate all of your like words of advice for students who are getting ready to take their boards and just like everything that you've learned either from me or in school from clinicals and whatnot. So I really appreciate you being here today. So I'll see everybody in the next video. So you guys take care. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the PTA Elevation Podcast. We look forward to continually serving you as you embark on your journey towards becoming a licensed physical therapist assistant. We thank you for your continued support and we'll see you in the next episode.